0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. My name is Connor, and you are listening to another episode of Film Talks. This week, we have the movie Like Stars on Earth, a 2007 film, Bollywood. Never seen any Bollywood film. Honestly, the closest thing I've seen to a true Bollywood film is... uh, What was that movie? Slumdog Millionaire. And I know that probably doesn't count, uh, but that's that's the best I can do. Uh, This movie was recommended to me by my friend Dan, Dan Riddell. So, Dan, thanks for recommending this to me. I was, you know, trying to see, hey, when am I going to watch this? And just the other day, I was like, you know, let's let's make the jump. Because I looked at it, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm interested. And then I realized, oh, it's two hours and 45 minutes. This is not a small task to try to accomplish here. But much to my dad's chagrin, Chagrin? Chagrin? I think it's chagrin. Um, much to my dad's chagrin, I took the plunge and I turned it on. And here is my under-20-word summary of what you should expect from this movie. Dyslexic child, brutalized by the education system, by uh, cultural uh, pressures, familial pressures. Uh, (laughs) I have now gone way over 20 words. I'm going way back. Uh my under 20 word summary, a dyslexic child is brutalized by the system and pushed to the brink, but a creative art teacher saves him. And that's all you need. It's it's one of those movies where you have a a child who's different in the education system, and maybe they're bullied, they're not understood, and somebody jumps in to help them. Uh, I, I, I think there are plenty of movies where this happens. I don't... Think I've seen a lot this severe, though, and also because it's in a different uh, country than America. Usually, I've seen these movies where it's a it's a kid in the American school system, and you know, there's pitfalls that we have, we experience. But when it comes to uh, mental uh, illnesses, mental problems that uh, that hurt learning, I think we do a somewhat pretty good job, as far as I know. Um, In India, it doesn't look as as good according to this movie because they have these huge classrooms of like 40 kids and this is like an elementary school, so I'm sure it just gets bigger and bigger or maybe smaller and smaller depending on how uh, they they view education. But according to this movie, education is, you know, the most important thing, so it probably only gets bigger. And when you have a, a kid who needs special help and you only have like three teachers teaching... God knows how many kids, 40, 50 kids, they can't show him that special attention, and, you know, that's a problem. Uh, In this movie they don't necessarily make you feel bad for the teachers because the teachers are just so mean and kind of unnecessarily in some ways. Like, I know I've seen those teachers where they think a kid is kind of acting out and so they need to stand their ground and kind of show who's the boss. But there's got to be some point where you're like, maybe there's something wrong with the kid and he's not just uh, trying to create commotion for no reason. Like, I don't think we should automatically jump to the kid's a bad kid. But you know he does he, he does act out. He, he, you know, yells, he makes weird noises in the class, obviously disrupting the class, but that's because he's just trying to, um, as we you know, understand later. He's trying to cover up for his dyslexia. He doesn't want to say that no matter how hard he tries, he can't understand what he's reading. He'd much rather just people think that he's a naughty kid. And that can be explained away, and people can understand that. So that's what he, you know, falls into constantly. And this leads to him getting in trouble with teachers, he's getting kicked out of class, and then he skips school, Uh, he gets into fights. Well, you know, the fight thing is a little iffy. I think another kid picks a fight with him, but because our main character is uh, always in trouble, they're... They're not going to believe his side. Of course, they're going to take the other kid's side. But uh, the main cast, we have kind of two main people. We have Ishan, which, okay, preface in the beginning of the video. I am probably going to mess up some names, some titles, all this stuff. I'm going to try my best here, though. Ishan is the, the, the main kid who has dyslexia, and he's played by Darshil Safari. And then we have Ram Shankar. Nickum? Nickum? Uh, I'm gonna say that. It's Nickum and then BH at the end. I don't really know how to say that part. Uh, He's played by Amir Khan. I'm pretty sure that's how you say his name. Amir Khan is uh, apparently a huge star in Bollywood. I, when I was doing my trivia posts for this week, I was, you know, looking him up and all this stuff. He looks, he just sounds and feels like such a generous solid guy and I feel like it goes straight into his character because his character obviously he he plays the the art teacher who helps Ishan uh cope with his dyslexia through art and other you know things uh so obviously playing a very kind-hearted person but I feel like a lot of times to play a character like that you have to in real life just embody it To begin with, like, I I don't think many people would see Tom Cruise playing that art teacher helping a dyslexic kid role like that's like, no matter who he is, or or how good of an actor he could be, he can't hit that level. Like, there's just a, a certain limit, I feel, to acting where you just, you're, you're a good guy, you're a bad guy, and the audience will know the difference. And this guy, he just seems so good, and solid. And uh, it was a great foil to uh, Darshiel uh, Safari. He He plays this, he's so little and it's so adorable. So when bad things happen to him, you feel so bad because it's just this he's this little kid. and you're like, why are people being so mean to this little kid? He's just trying his best. But you know, because he's so little, he's he's trying to cope with things that he really shouldn't be dealing with to begin with. Uh, be, be, for instance, Because of his dyslexia, he kind of gets kicked out of public school and his dad sends him to a boarding school. And this boarding school, the way that they correct behavior like Ishan's is by hitting him and, and, you know, stuff like that. So they're whacking his knuckles and making fun of him. And that's the reason why he's acting out in the first place is because he doesn't want them to laugh at him and and treat him like he's an idiot he'd much rather just you know break the rules and stuff so he just keeps acting out and then it gets to the point where he just shuts down because he loves his family uh that much is evident he's he's embarrassed right because even his family doesn't understand what he's going through so they somewhat feel like he's just being naughty just to be naughty um so they kick him out and they send him to boarding school and he just feels separated from these this group of people that were supposed to be his rock and they left him. And he, he does make this one friend who uh, has, a, has a bum leg and so he's on crutches all the time. He's a, he's a great kid and they have some really heartfelt, just adorable conversations. Just I just love these little kids. They're just running around. But Sean's getting the crap beat out of them. And it gets to the point where he he literally he just shuts down. He shows no emotion. Even when Amir Khan's character, he shows up midway through the movie. And, you know, he's all jubilant. He's singing this song. And Ishan's just shut down. He's just like, he's not even looking up. And it's just so sad. Because in the beginning of the movie, you know, he, he's struggling. But he has that goodness that he gets from his family. And he... he he shows the audience that he is able to express himself through art. So he draws on the walls, he creates these paintings, which, by the way, a kid could definitely not make these paintings, and I'm pretty sure they hired some professional painter to make them for them. Uh, but I just thought it was kind of funny that, like, we're supposed to believe that this 8-, 9-year-old kid is, like, so brilliant with paint that he's making these abstract art pieces. But then when, when you, you start to see him get really beat down... He doesn't even turn to art. He just refuses to touch the paint. He he's just he's like I'm not interested in this, and it's so, ugh. Honestly, the most heart wrenching moment of the movie. He there's this flip book, which I think that's what they're called. It's when you take a little notebook or or a, um, a post it notepad and you kind of. It, I used to do this in elementary school. I think most people did where they draw a ball and when you flip the post-its, the ball would move, you know, and you'd kind of, like, animate the ball. In, in this case, he drew a picture of his family, so it was him, his dad, his mom, and his older brother, and they're all happy, but as the mom flips through the book, uh, Ishan draws himself slowly, slowly moving away from the family until you get to the end of the book and it's his mom, his dad, and his older brother and he's just out of the picture altogether. And you're like, oh, this little kid, he's eight or nine and he feels like his family doesn't love him and he feels abandoned and you just want to hug him and tell him, you know, it's it's okay and I got you, but it's a movie so you can't do that and that's when you start crying because you're like, oh, this poor kid. Um, and, I, and I guess the the kind of other interesting facet of this movie, when it comes to is is, it kind of leads into Ishan's problems, right? Because we talked about how their education system probably isn't can't handle a, a person like him. They don't they don't want to, you know, devote all that man all those man hours to one child. But I think there's a super interesting thing going on culturally speaking, because again, I've never been to India, but there are certain things I was uh, picking out that I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I don't know if it would go the same way in America. Uh, Again, a big thing is the physical correction. I, I don't know if they still, do they still do that in American schools? I don't know. I haven't seen that in a while. Again, this is a boarding school, so maybe like private schools, they're still doing it, but they're whacking this kid's knuckles, they're chucking chalk at his head. Actually, actually, caveat, I did see someone get chalk thrown at their head in seventh grade, what was that, seventh grade chemistry or something, so I have seen it, but I haven't seen it in a while, and I think that teacher retired because she was very mean and a little outdated in how she taught people. I don't know how she got away with the stuff she did, but I I think she's gone now, um, with the physical correction, I don't think that happens a lot. If that's still happening over there, that's crazy. I don't know if it really works as well as maybe they think it does. Uh, uh, iffy on that. The The father is unwilling to accept that his child has a disability. Uh, I'll get into it later when I talk about my favorite scene in this movie. But it's so interesting to me that not only are are the school districts unprepared when it comes to handling a child with dyslexia the 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 parents don't know about it and aren't willing to accept it the dad when he's faced with someone telling him his child has dyslexia refuses to believe it he's like no even even when facts are presented to him he's still in denial and he's like he he he's just he's just a bad kid and he needs to be taught to be a good kid and that's again a super heartbreaking thing with this dad because the mom she she does care for the for Ishan she she shows him love and all that but uh, again cultural thing she she's never she never shows too much love that it could look like defiance in regards to her husband i think the 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 man in that family was the one taking charge he was the he was the one making the decisions and the mother As best she could, she was just trying to love Ishan but also still be under the father, and that's interesting because I think if this movie were made in America, you would definitely see if that dad was the way he was in America, the movie would go the mother takes charge, she pushes him away, and she takes care of that kid. Um, I mean, this I don't know if it's completely related, but the blind side, you basically the Sandra Bullock's husband in that movie, he's like a non care He's just there along for the ride. Sandra Bullock's taking charge. She's going to take care of that kid. She doesn't care who says what. She's taking care of that kid. Uh, In this movie, the mother clearly loves her son. I don't think there's any doubt in that. But she's not going to go over her husband's head. And that's interesting. Especially when, when the husband is kind of to the detriment of the child refusing to help the child i guess cuz cuz if you don't even it makes it was crazy to me cuz like the 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 guy comes in he's like here are the facts your child definitely has dyslexia and he's like no and it was super interesting because i think when it comes to children according to this movie in india it's very competitive and it's all about these test scores and all that and we see this in the beginning of the movie where the older brother is talking about how perfect his test scores were, but he only got, like, 0.2 lower than another student, but he was sad about that. Um, whereas Ishan, you know, he doesn't give a crap about that. He failed most of his classes, but he he's just like, eh, I don't know, who cares? And he's just painting, and he's just loving life. And he's so not in tune with that Indian culture of, of competition, of striving to be the most intelligent, the best of the best. He's just, he wants to make his own path... And that's just not how they're doing it. They're very very strong-willed. They're very, you know, pull yourself up and get the thing done. But in Ishan's case, he can't do that. And how heartbreaking is that? To be born into a society that is very, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, and you mentally cannot do that. It is impossible for you. No matter how hard you try, without any assistance, it can't be done. He needs that, you know, help that his family is unwilling to give him. Um, And and then when we talk about the education system, we get Amir Khan's character, Ram, he comes in, and he has this new, different approach to teaching, where he's kind of trying to get in tune with his students, Uh, he's the art teacher, and he's just like, letting his kids draw, and you know, fuel their imaginations, whereas the previous art teacher, he would like, uh, put a banana on a table, and tell them to draw it, but they'd have to be as perfect as possible, or they'd get their knuckles slapped. Amir um, Khan, that's, that's not how he's teaching. He's very free-flowing, you know, letting the imaginations fly because they're children. But the, the language teacher and the math teacher, they're all like, what is this? This isn't real teaching. And again, I feel like that feeds into that idea that that Indian culture and education is very strict. This is how you do it. This is how we've been doing it. There, There's no free flow. There's no creative thinking, you know, just... Put your head down, write, and then we're done. But I think uh, Ron's creative approach comes to complete fruition at the end of the movie in this beautiful, super interesting moment. He creates a, a painting competition, right? And he, you know he, he, he tells all the students, all the staff, hey, on the weekend, come back to the school and we're all going to paint. Is there any cash prize? No, there's. <laughs> they're not raising money. We don't even know what the prize is until the end of the competition. But it's so cool because, as my mom pointed out when we saw it, she watched some of it with me, would this happen in America? I don't think it would. You see an image of hun- probably, it looked like hundreds, hundreds of kids and adults in a big amphitheater just painting just sitting and painting on a weekend day, and just sitting there and painting. And some of them are good, some of them are bad, and then when they finish their painting, they don't go home, they sit there and they watch other people paint. And it's so peaceful and uh, interesting, and I don't, again, I don't know if maybe that's kind of uh, complementary of that culture of their culture of you know striving to do the best and you know not quitting and and you know trying to exceed expectations and all that because none of them are refusing to to compete even even the staff members who are you know you know uh, blowing raspberries at, at Ram and his teaching ways they're coming in and they're like hey I'm going to I'm going to draw and I'm going to do good But then midway through, they realize, hey, I'm not that good. Like, It was so funny. There's this one teacher, and he's drawing like a banana. And he's like, this is a banana. And all the kids laugh at him. And then he laughs, too. And it's so wholesome and great in a way that I don't even think American schools could do. And again, I don't even think maybe even Indian schools do this either. Because uh, the way the movie set it up, everybody was like, what is this? So I... I would, it would be so cool to be a part of something like that because, you know, just uh, just the experience of it. It just looked so cool. I don't even think I've seen that many people reading a book together outside. It's just, like, it's, it's just cool and creative and imaginative and brilliant. I just loved it. Um, I I will say there is some weirdness in this movie for people again i haven't i've never watched a bollywood movie i don't know if this is like a bollywood thing but they switched up styles a lot like it would just be a regular movie and then it would just break into music and not necessarily like a musical where people just start singing it was like it was like a, a music video montage just starts up at random times and it wasn't even a show passage of time it was just to like show you something like like when we first see rom and he's helping other disabled children there's a whole music video just about that of just him helping the kids and i was like I, I get it you could have done this in like 30 seconds If and i understand that he helps disabled children and he's a good guy that's really all we need to know he's a good guy and he can help ishan but they made it like a five minute music video and this happens a lot and i'm like oh okay this is... I'm watching a movie, and I'm getting a music video. Interesting. Uh, But there is one, I think one moment where it's just a a legit musical moment, and it is the Bum Bum Bull song. (laughs) And it's, it's a lot of him saying Bum Bum Bull and shaking his butt. And again, wholesome, strange, strange, but wholesome to see these kids who have been beaten down in this education system, and they're smiling, and, you know, they're laughing and dancing. Uh, Ishan, at this point, still hasn't recovered, but he'll get there, he'll get there. Um, and I think that's that's the real cool part of this movie, is that, yes, I've seen movies like this, but the, the Bollywood element and the weird music elements uh, add a different flavor to it. And... Once we get to the end where Ishan, you know, hugs Rom, it's so, oh, if you, you, I, even if you haven't watched the whole movie, you just watch the end segment, you'll probably cry. Because this kid, like, he, he's shown no emotion, but someone has told him that he's not broken. Because Rom helps him, he starts teaching him how to learn, how to overcome his disability and then tells him to embrace his art, and then sets up a competition, because he knows Ishan's gonna beat the whole school at it, and then everyone's gonna like him, and know that he's a, you know, a great artist, and a solid person, and he's not a screw-up. And it all works out, and Ishan is now being praised by the entire crowd. And what does he do? He doesn't accept a trophy, he doesn't shake anyone's hand. He runs into Rom's chest, and hugs him, and cries, and... It's it's adorable and sweet and oh it's so good I love it it's not my favorite moment though I will get to my favorite moment now my favorite scene in like stars on earth comes again around the midway point and I'll repeat the the end segment in the amphitheater probably would be my favorite scene however this is just it's just too good because what what we get is, Ram figures out that Ishan has been struggling and he wants to figure out why. So he goes to visit Ishan's family and he wants to learn more about Ishan and what he's been experiencing. And they give him these books that show all of his, you know, mistakes that he's made. Um, Because, again, I don't see this in American school districts, but in, in, in India, you have these journals where you write essays and stuff and the the red marks they they say it a lot They're, you don't want red marks in your journal but they they would circle the thing the mistakes that he would make you know he would say you know four times four is four and they would circle and say that's bad and he would say old is dole, and he'd spell old dole, and they'd, they'd circle that and they'd be like that's not how you spell that word and he's like, he's seeing, okay, here are the problems. And then they show him his room, and they show him his art, and he's like, oh, this kid is creative. He's got, he's special. He's not, he's not, he, he's not broken. He's special, and I can help him. Because he himself, he reveals when he was younger, was also suffering with a mental disability, and he was able to overcome it. I don't know if it was through art. I don't know if they necessarily clarify that, but uh it, it's it's through that art that rom thinks ishan can overcome his problems and so he's looking at all this art and he's like he's got he's got real talent and then he sees the flip book that i talked about oh that flip book it's so it's heartbreaking again He's flipping through it and he's like and he takes a sigh and his eyes are welling up and he's like this kid's broken this system the system failed him and maybe his family failed him and he's like this kid deserves better and he's he's now he's now sitting in this living room area with the with the parents and the older brother and he then tries to convince the parents that ishan isn't a disobedient child he's broken he has dyslexia and he he proves it to him right so he takes out the the notebooks and he's like okay you you see this this word and this word he he misspells it here and he spells it right here and then he misspells it again down here. It's not that he, he's forgetting he's just mixing up the letters in the words. But he, he knows what he's writing. Like it's it's not like the whole thing is broken up and you can't understand what he's trying to say. It's it's very obvious that he's he's conscious of of the narrative of what he's writing and what he's trying to accomplish. It's just, there's, it's it's also obvious that he he can't show people what he's thinking because he can't spell. He, he's, he's having trouble. He says in the beginning of the movie, the, the letters are dancing and nobody believes him. Everybody thinks he's just, you know, he's just making fun of the teacher, but the, the letters and all the, it's all moving. And so he can't comprehend it and he's having trouble. And so he says that, to um to the dad and he, he kind of like corrects him all that because the dad is, is aggressive he's like oh he 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 has problems with this and problems with this and he's like no those are symptoms what is ishan's problem and he's like uh in true this this character's fashion he's just like ah you 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 tell us you tell us what what his problem is and so again he breaks out the books shows him it's dyslexia that, that's his problem and even after seeing these books the dad is defiant he's like no my my son is not i don't i don't i don't even think he cares about his son in this instance i think it's pure pride he goes no my son is not broken he can fix himself or we can fix him he doesn't he doesn't want their he doesn't want his kid to be special in a bad way he wants to be able to, you know, talk to the other parents and say, my kid is better than yours, which is what he can do with his eldest son. His eldest son is super smart. He, he's, in the, uh, he's on the tennis team, and, you know, he's proud of his older son because he's excelling. And it's that cultural thing that I feel like he, he can't accept his son because he's not excelling. He, his son isn't good enough because he can't be better than the other kids. And it's heartbreaking again because Rums, you know, his tear, his eyes are tearing up because he's like, Here, you need to, you need to drop that. It's, it's not about your son being better than others. It's not about you. It's about your son getting what he needs. But he, but, but the dad's, the dad's not getting it so he breaks down another exercise he finds this box that's like a game that the family bought and it's there's a bunch of chinese lettering on, on the box and Rom points at the lettering he says to the father read read this box read what it says and he says i can't and he's like no no read it read what's on it he's like i can't it's chinese and he's like are you being disobedient are you are you trying to make trouble read, read, read the words on the box and he's like i i don't know what and then and then he, he it starts to click and he he's realizing he's like I I can't. I can't read it. And Ram just sort of stops. He takes, you know, he takes it down. He's like, that's what your son is experiencing. He cannot do what you want him to do, no matter how hard he tries. And that's when he explains the idea that Ishan is acting out because he, he, he feels uncomfortable with people understanding that he's broken. He doesn't want to be seen as broken because, again, he's seen how his dad reacts to him. His dad doesn't want him because he's broken. So why would he admit that he's broken? He'd instead rather want people to think he's a bad kid than stupid or incompetent or unable to perform to to the extent that even his brother can perform. And it it creates a question I think this movie asks, which is, how do you measure worth and how does the dad measure worth by excelling by skill by beating the other kid how is what is his worth his worth is only as far as his kids exceed and if one of his kid fails how does that reflect on him what's his worth if his son if one of his sons is disabled or unable to excel how does that reflect on him that's what he's worried about and I think it's ironic because I think the, el- the eldest son, he has the same problem. Because we saw in the beginning of the movie, he, he was excelling in grades, but he-, he suffered on one of the subjects. And, you know, there was a little bit of, you know, disdain for that. He was like, ah, oh, I could have done better. And then you have Ishan, and he's not worried about that. What's his worth? His worth is measured in, in, in love. He just wants to be loved. And I think that's the, the most heartfelt childish imaginative creative beautiful thing and i th- i think that a lot of people could would have a better life if they're focused more on on loving others and loving themselves than than focusing on exceeding expectations or beating other people because it's just a never-ending cycle of feeling beaten down and that's what we see with Ashan. because once we before he meets rom he's just he's dead inside and and they even feed the seed of like oh maybe he's going to commit suicide or whatever an an eight nine year old kid contemplating suicide and that's terrible all because this society his family has taught him that in order to have worth he needs to be better than anyone else, he needs to exceed expectations, and if he can't do that, he's worthless. And um, I think it's it's sad, but it's realistic. I know I know that happens, and and that's why I like this. I like this scene because I I just think it perfectly sums up what this movie is about, the questions it's trying to ask, and and the acting isn't too bad either. Um, so yeah, that's my favorite scene. Uh, before I wrap this up, I do wanna I do wanna say again, this movie's long, two hours forty five minutes. It did not need to be two hours forty five minutes. Two hours is probably a good length for this movie. Because again, we we've seen this kind of movie before. It's just you're gonna watch this for the Bollywood take, the the slight changes of the characters that maybe you might not see in another story that's very similar similar to this. Uh, but yeah, I recommend it. I think a lot of people who like these kinds of things, it'll make you cry, so you got to get prepared for that. It's one of those soppy stories. It's very dramatic. Um, But, yeah, I I think a lot of people will like it. Uh, Families could watch it. But, yeah. If you're a teacher, if you're in the education system, I'm very curious what you think about, you know, uh, these kinds of teachers that we're seeing in here or the reflection of the education system in this movie. How do you feel about that stuff? But, uh, yeah, that's all I got for this episode. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Dan, thank you for recommending this movie. I didn't know if I would like it. I didn't mind it. I thought it was all right. So thanks. Um, check me out on Instagram and Facebook, Official. I post every Tuesday and Thursday trivia, and it kind of, you know, builds conversations about movies that I might do on my future episodes so if you comment on those i'll mention you in the podcast episode and you know your comments will help fuel conversation for me in my episode so it's always very appreciated and then on saturdays i post a little teaser for the episode that i release every tuesday every 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 saturday at eight o'clock a.m i usually post it so uh yeah thank you all for listening i hope you all have a great week so long